Welcome back to Podcast Demastered. This is our first episode of 2022. Can Yay. you guys believe Crazy. that? Crazy. Yes. What the heck? And I, yeah. I'm Chelsea, and I'm joined by my good friends, Ethan and Wade. And this episode, it's a little cheesy, a little fun, full of all everything nerdy. We're going to be talking about resolutions. You know, just the perfect way to kick off the new year. It's so unexpected. Diving right into the fad. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw it coming. Nope. Not a not one. At all. Yep. <laughs> and I feel like we kind of teased it in our last episode in a bit by talking about, you know, some of our most anticipated things. So we're just going to roll into, you know, kind of goals, New Year's resolutions, anything like that related to entertainment. So do you guys have any specific goals, loose goals, and things you hope to accomplish related to movies, TV, games, anything like that? Uh, yeah, oh, I, got a, I, got a, I got a few here, but Wade, you want to you start us off? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to read all of them. We can. We could. Uh, no, we it's can, you know, it's all good. Can, I we got can go you. back and forth. Yeah, we could do like yeah. a round robin thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, my biggest one, um, and it's something that I like get onto myself for all the time, but it's um, starting games and not finishing them. Yeah. Uh, or like taking forever to do it um like i'll start one game and then i'll like it and then i'll go ahead and start five more yeah and i'll move on from them too <laughs> um i'm just bad about ending games um yeah. so one of my things is i would like to finish the games that i have started yeah <laughs> that sounds good Dude, i have that problem now especially with uh with a game pass because I see so many things pop, like come on there. I'm like, oh, I want to try this out, and I'll like get do a tutorial or like make get 30 minutes in. And I'm like, oh, I want to see I wanna, this new. I want to see this, and I start another thing, and I've I have 30 games that I've started, and haven't you know haven't put any serious time in any of them. I'm also like that with books. I think right now on my shelf I have like seven books that I've started and I haven't finished them. Yeah, I I I do that. I've got one on my nightstand and like three. Um, in my little cabinet under my nightstand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that all have like bookmarks in them and everything. <laughs> I, I definitely go through like phases with books where I'm like, all right, I want to read something fantasy and that'll last like a month. And then I switch over <laughs> to like nonfiction and then I'll read that and then I switch back. And if I'm not done with the book, it's like, oh, I'll come back to you. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't haunt you. <laughs> no, not I feel at like all. I Mia no. does. Uh, I feel guilty as hell about them. I feel like I have to finish them. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have that problem more with games over books. Like I've been mm -hmm. reading. I mean, we all know this, but I've been reading it for like five <laughs> years. So and it doesn't bother yeah. me at all. You know, it's kind of like a tradition at this point that I mm -hmm. only read in October. So. <laughs> and I have like another book that I started like three years ago, and I pick up every now and again. It's nonfiction, and it's very dense. So. I kind of like I'll read a little bit and then I kind of get, you know, ready to move on. So I try, you know, put it away and come back to it <laughs> a year later or whatever. But yeah, with games, like it drives me crazy having so many, uh, so many games that I have at least put some decent time into and then they just sit there. So yeah, well, Wade. So since you said that you know that you have a lot of games that you need to finish. Do you have one that you've started on or one you've recently finished or anything? What are your goals? Um, do you have a particular order for that? Yeah, what are, well, what are, your, I do, what are your like I, top three I, backlog games? Yes. Um, I do have an order right now and I I feel good about it because I did finish the first one over break. Um, I finished Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Um, nice. I only started that like right after Thanksgiving so I feel pretty good about that. Um, really, yeah, pretty, it took a whole, yeah, like, good. four days to beat. It wasn't that terribly long. Yeah. Um, but I did it, and it was wonderful, and I'm glad that I did it. Uh, next on my list, um, technically next, is Mass Effect. Oh, like, boy. all three games. Oh. Oh. We'll, check, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll so. check back in in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That may not be a and bad idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's going to be something, but um, I'm hoping... If I can try to get a start back into it, like, um, early this week, then it won't be such a 
big deal for me to like jump into it when I feel like it. I because sometimes I'm like, man, I haven't played this game in a long time. I guess I better start over so I know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of like creates the loop, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but if I get if I can get it going again soon, um, I think I think I can keep it going. So we'll see. And then after that, <clears throat> um, after that, I I do have. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, um, I don't know if that's going to be like the next next game after Mass Effect. Oh, long games. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, that game's like two hundred hours. Oh, God. Well, wait. I know how you were saying that if you wait too long to complete a game, that you sometimes feel like you have to start over. And mm-hmm. I definitely did just start over on a game yesterday. It's my oh, no. big game of the year. Oh, oh, oh. oh no! Yeah, can I can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes, guess. Is it is it Red Dead Redemption Two? That is correct. Yep. Mm. So. Yep. I'm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like I'm gonna go for it. It's gonna take me forever, but it's you know it's been in my backlog for a while, been haunting me. I had put in a couple. I was only a couple hours, so I actually did restart it yesterday, and I'm already back to the start part I was before. So. I'm ready yeah. to go for oh. this long adventure. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's not so bad. You know, I've seen Red Dead Redemption on sale for like $20 a few times mm-hmm. in the last couple months. And yeah. there's been times I, I'm yeah. go, I'm like, should I? I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> like, I don't have time <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, no. Finish your well, other like, games first. <laughs> like the, yeah, like the, the Western aesthetic, the cowboys and stuff, I, that's not that's not me anyway um so i feel like i would buy it and i'd start it and i'd be like uh and then i like wouldn't play it anymore yeah it's i i'm gonna go ahead and say i need like skyrim or something it's it's definitely not a game for you i would say (laughs) having having played keep telling me that then yeah don't buy it it. nope get back to mass effect it's not a it's not a wade game that one's for me Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that game's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. That's a. It's a very tedious game, but it's a very. Good game. Well, it's a very good story. I don't know if the the gameplay is probably the worst part about it because it's. <laughs> very. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a t- it's kind of a awkward game to play. Just based on how realistic they try and make it, and like all the mundane things and all the tedium it kind of pushes you through <laughs> to achieve that realism, in terms of like doing it all with a controller, it just doesn't make for a super fun experience all the time. Hmm. But you want to keep doing it because the story and the characters are so well realized. And if you even remotely like westerns it's like a must play but if you don't even like westerns i don't just stay away from it <laughs> like i would recommend it if it was at least fun to play but it's it's not even like super fun to play like, yeah it's, kinda it's difficult. just it's just um like the whole western cowboy aesthetic the whole that whole like thing um it's just it's never really resonated with me yeah um, but again i, I think it's probably because westerns, that's a little so... too close to like reality for me there's nothing fantastical yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, not at all. it would not be amazing to live in that time period. Like, <laughs> you would be dead, like, every 10 seconds. So, um, yeah. no. No, thank you. Yeah, I definitely agree. The controls are definitely a lot to learn. I'm glad I restarted the game because yeah. I definitely needed yeah. a refresher on that. It was also good for the story because... When I, I think I picked it up at, or I start tried to play a little bit of it early last year and I was like, what is going on in this story? What did I just do? Why did I, I didn't mean to kill all those people. What's going on? So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep, so yeah, that's I'm another just... thing is like, you're, oh my God. you're basically like playing a, like you're a gang, mm-hmm. like you're villains. You're not good people. So nope. that part's a little rough and, to deal with for me. <laughs> and it definitely pushes some of those boundaries as the game progresses. So. Mm. I'll be going through them for most of this year. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will complete this game. But I mean, Chelsea, for you, I mean, you've played Last of Us and Last of Us Two, so this is in terms of like uh, 
atrocities like <laughs> you've been through that shit <laughs> i've been through so much <laughs> yeah so you'll be fine yep. <laughs> um keeping keeping the uh the the game resolutions talk going um i kind of have sort of a backlog one where i would like to try and get my ps4 working again um, so I can finish my PS4 games and then finally retire that console. That's a good goal. Um, I have, I've, <laughs> I need to finish God of War. Um, I have Uncharted 4 that I still haven't uh, even launched. Uh, I have Red Dead Redemption 2 on there. Um, I have Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. I have Days Gone. I have good Ghost God. of Tsushima. Like, most of these games I haven't even, like, launched or installed fully. Those um, are some so long ones. <laughs> yeah. Some of, them, some of them I think I'm going to hold off on until I eventually get a PS5 in, in a few years. <laughs> games like Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding, I may just hold out and play the director's cuts on a newer mm-hmm. console. Because I don't care about, the, like, the fidelity uh, changes but since they add more story and more actual gameplay it kind of makes me want to just wait like the ghost of uh, Tsushima director's cut has a whole other island and like mm-hmm. way more story stuff going on same with uh, Death Stranding it adds a whole other like way more chapters and kind of fills in a lot of the gaps um, so those two I may just wait uh, Wade kind of like you I've contemplated getting red dead redemption 2 when it's on sale but for my xbox just for the simple fact that those loading screens can be the fucking worst oh my god <laughs> so i would is so it like would, how I skyrim w- used to be yes yes, that oh. was, yes and seeing as my console's already on its last leg i'd rather just spend 20 dollars and get it again and just not have loading screens on a newer console or at least like three three second loading screens or you know what i mean like i'm i'm paying for a convenience at that point but it might be worth it (laughs) for a game like that hey i've done that before i've and i've not felt bad about doing that yeah exactly so but i do want to finish for sure god of war uncharted and days gone um just because i've i've had I mean, God of War and Uncharted, I got them, like, at launch when they came out, and I still haven't beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just one of these things that I feel like it's, you know, it's like the last-gen stuff that I just want to, like, kind of wrap up so I can fully invest in this newer generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of my uh, gaming gaming resolutions this year is to try and just knock out all this sony stuff so i can finally just retire that console put it on a shelf hey that means afar that's a pretty good uh it's a pretty good resolution though yeah Mm -hmm. it is um i do have another gaming one but not to take up all the uh the airspace way do you what do you do you have another you got another one um yeah i actually have one um i want to i want to start or play or beat um, some some older games that I haven't gotten to play before, like older games. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like for instance, I I just bought the um, Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster on my oh, nice. iPad, um, and on my way to St. Louis today, I played it for I mean like a half hour maybe. Um, but yeah. I've always wanted to play Final Fantasy V, but and I've i've got it like two other different ways probably um but not on mobile i'm like well maybe this will be it maybe i'll like stick to it um but then that and then also uh chrono trigger yeah another old are you gonna jrpg are you gonna hold out to see if the rumors are true for the remake and just play the remake yeah oh for sure because i mean i'll play final fantasy 5 first and god knows how long that'll take um (laughs) so so who knows? I have a feeling like I have a feeling that Square might be having one of their like um, direct kind of things. I can't remember what they Square Enix presents. Maybe I think that's what they call them because um, um, they're going to have more 16 stuff coming soon. Um, and then there's there's a few a good few games that have been like 
pretty hard rumored to be getting remakes or some remasters. Um, yeah. And like they don't that we know of, they don't really have anything on the docket. Um, like we know Forspoken is going to come out, but that's going to be out pretty soon. Um, yeah. They have the Final Fantasy VII remake part two. Uh, that's probably slightly more down the line, but not by much, probably. Um, they have some things coming. Uh, March is Kingdom Hearts' 20th anniversary. Um, and we know they already have a lot of stuff planned for March. We don't know any of it, <laughs> really. But they we'll keep telling us that. It. <laughs> oh, God, I'm I know. Sure, I'm sure it involves NFTs. <laughs> Ethan, I don't want to hear that NFTs. out of your mouth again. <laughs> Get get out. You're fired. Never again. Whatever Square Enix presents is going to be. It's going to be a huge showcase for all their NFT plans. Go die. All the keyblades. Oh, okay. I'll pay for this. Sure. I mean, I get my own personal keyblade. Like, it's mine. Nobody else can use it. It's mine. Yeah. They can do, they can make NFTs if I get my own Keyblade. There we go. Now wait is nothing pro else. NFTs. <laughs> nothing yeah, else. Absolutely first. nothing else. <laughs> oh, there's already... This is great. There's already stuff going on in the uh, the Final Fantasy XIV community. Um, where, like, uh, healers have this ability called Rescue. Where you can target a person, like, in a fight and, like, pull them towards you to, like, pull them out of harm's way, kind of. Um, and yeah. there's so many people that are going, like, like Square, if you put NFTs in 14, and then players, if you buy those NFTs and you're, like, using them, like, in fights, which would be, like, aesthetic stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I will pull you into every single attack that I can. <laughs> like, you will not play the game anymore. And I'm just like, yes! <laughs> um, for yeah, the people who play 14, they don't want it. They don't. They don't want anything to do with it all, so... Nobody, no, no, like, nobody wants this. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants this. But companies see money and they're like, oh, okay. Games but it's not even working because Ubisoft <laughs> launched their NFT ports <laughs> or whatever the shit on Breakpoint. Which <laughs> whatever is also, the shit indeed. <laughs> which launching it on Breakpoint is telling that they don't have a whole lot of faith in this anyways because it's like a dead game for them. <laughs> so, yeah. But like someone put up a chart on like how much like how many purchases have been like made through this quartz platform and it's like minimal to nothing <laughs> seriously <laughs> like nobody it's gonna freaking crash and burn and it, it better some some asshole's gonna come out of the blue and make something somewhat successful and it's gonna ruin everything i mean there's the there's definitely platforms out there that i think people will like uh like your call of duties and your fortnights i think mm. like there's enough bros. There's enough whales and the well i'm just saying like those kind of games kind of attract the kind of person that wants to spend a lot of money on cosmetic you know like streamers oh, and shit like it's built for that community where they can say like oh hey watch my twitch because i have this nft of cloud's hair that only i uh, can have uh, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it was just an example like, i make <laughs> enough disgruntled noises <laughs> Can but I? It's like, because I can. Yes. It's set up for like that kind of mm -hmm. community. Not every game. And since it hasn't, it, yeah. and since it hasn't, like no one launches a platform for those games yet. Like I'm sure it's in the works. It's in the pipeline. Um, but like doing this stuff on you know Ghost Recon Breakpoint and then Stalker Two and then that immediately gets pulled and now Square saying they're going to do it for their, you know final potentially their jrpgs it's like these are the wrong avenues to put mm -hmm. seriously in. like somebody made a really good point today i saw on reddit like if you take if square decides to do it now it's not even square it's like the damn ceo in his statement about it like everything was so like ass backwards anyway like what where are you getting yeah. this stuff from but anyway um somebody was like if you take it and put the this into like your mobile games like your mobile-ish games that like already attract the whales and the stuff like that the money potential yeah. like yeah. fine if you must put it in there but like don't look at a triple a title yeah and go you know what this needs because it doesn't 
They don't. You know belong. what it needs? A secondary market. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> that has never worked. Like, look at all the, look at last gen, all the games that got destroyed for just having loot boxes in their single player games. See, well, those those ga- those uh, minor gambling laws, you know, they are, they're they're coming in strong. Um, especially in the and EU. I'm, i support that oh those are they're done in the eu like they've been settled yeah. there for a long time well that's what i'm um, saying like which is which is kind of a big market for square enix proper because they have a lot of developers in europe <laughs> that <laughs> couldn't capitalize on that so mm-hmm. for sure so, i don't know i i i i think this fad was not it's just getting started but i think it's gonna die a horrible death good we'll all watch it burn together it'll be great because nobody (laughs) nobody fucking wants it the community at large does not want it i'm sure there's people out there who you know because there's people already buying nfts of like monkeys stickers or whatever the fuck stupid nonsense like there's (laughs) people out there buying this shit but when the vast majority don't want it like it's it's there's no lasting power for it so it's just in my, well, in my in my opinion and and if you go deeper than that like um the resources that it takes to keep those things up and running is so like damaging to oh, yeah, like yeah. like the planet itself so it's like i was one know, of the like, funniest things i feel like the, uh... i've seen this movie so many times yeah like square <laughs> enix final fantasy 7 is about is about destroying the planet because of technology. <laughs> like, hello, hi. You wrote this, per- you wrote the book. Why are you doing how, this? Works so well. How I how ironic would it be if they introduce NFTs in part two of Final Fantasy oh VII? <gasps> oh no, there's gonna be a real life avalanche, and God knows what's gonna happen after that. <laughs> They're their own villain. It's almost too perfect. I I kind of want it now. Uh. No, the head the headline writes itself. <laughs> Huh. Awful. Just just awful. Anyway, <laughs> we stumbled down some territory there. Let's get yeah, back to our our optimistic and positive yes. um resolutions. Chelsea. Wait. Why don't yes. you tell us one? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I just to finish up, I think I just had a an extra thing to say about video game related, you know, resolutions and stuff. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a big one that will take a very long time, a good chunk of this year. But then I do plan to play Guardians of the Galaxy. I did get that for Christmas. And then Yay! another run through of the Mass Effect trilogy. So. Oh, you should play oh, with yeah. me. Yes. Did you, yes. Yeah, do you have the Legendary Edition? Yes, I do. Or are you just going to. Oh, nice. Ethan, go get the Legendary Edition. Yes. We'll play together. <sighs> yeah. It's not that I don't want to replay it, but I told myself that I Ooh, never would. Ooh, there's that negativity. Mm. It's not negative. I just, I no. want to live with the choices no. I made. <laughs> no. In that series. We want I you to change your choices. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back and feel like I'm and writing a bunch of wrongs. Because I made a lot of wrongs. <laughs> and I, I feel like I should live with that as a person. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean. So that's unfortunate. I'll hold out for Mass Effect 4 for redemption. <laughs> <laughs> there we go well ethan do you have any other video game related resolutions yeah i actually have two more um so i'll, I'll go with this this one's a little bit more uh, open-ended i guess uh one thing i would like to do is i would like to play one game outside of my comfort zone hmm. outside of my normal uh realm of games that i choose to like uh engage with you know i like i like uh you know third person action adventures i like shooters um like i kind of stick to that realm a lot i i I play a lot of different games but more often than not i will kind of gravitate more towards that stuff so and there's there's so much uh different genres out there that i don't really like if i've had played a game it's been a long time um, so I would like to try and uh, broaden my horizons a little bit, especially since I have Game Pass. I have there's a lot of options on there, and I would mm-hmm. like, just kind of like to dive into more um, stuff that I wouldn't necessarily 
wouldn't necessarily uh, do if I actually had to like pay full price for the game. I guess like Game Pass is essentially a, like a rental service, so it's you mm-hmm. know, you know, so it kind of makes it a little bit more. It's easier for me to be like, oh, I'll try this out, as opposed to like if it came out, I'm like, I'm not spending sixty dollars on this. I don't even think I'll like it, kind of thing. Yeah. So, I've been eyeing the Yakuza series, um, just because it has prominence <laughs> in gaming, and I've and I've heard a lot of good things about the series, but just looking at it from afar, I know it doesn't ever look like anything that I would enjoy. But I kind of feel like I kind of want to jump jump in just to tr- just to try it because I've never actually tried it. So I may try. I may I may start uh, Yakuza. I think seven Year of the Dragon since that's kind of like a a change in the series, new characters, new storyline, uh, new gameplay. So I think I might just start there. And that's definitely a game that I would never like think to play in normal circumstances. So. <laughs> So yeah, something like that. Like trying to trying to you know play more variety of, of things. Um, like I do that a lot with like indie games and stuff and like mm-hmm. little small bite sized experiences, but I wanna try and dive into something that might be a little like a forty, fifty, sixty hour game, but it's something that I would never have thought that I would have liked or, or would have tried in any other circumstance. Um my last gaming one is this coming year I would like to try and rekindle my love for my Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. as a console for indie titles. <laughs> um, yeah. I used to play the Switch all the time and I pretty much all, primarily just used it for indies. Um, I think the only two Nintendo games I've ever played on it were Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. And I just finished Odyssey last year, and I <laughs> never finished Breath of the Wild, and I'm fairly certain I never will. Um, but I do love using that specific console just to play smaller indie games. Um, I, I still have a lot on there. Um, but ever since I got my Xbox, it's the poor guy's just been sitting on my shelf collecting dust, um, just like my my uh, Vita did so so long ago. <laughs> Ooh, the poor Vita. <laughs> that that poor guy never stood a chance. No. Yeah, and I I kind of used that for the same thing. I used it and I played a lot of like indie games on it. You know, like, these like little mm-hmm. more handheld kind of things. Like I like playing these little small small uh, experiences on them. Something I can just like lay in bed or lay on the couch and play a little bit of and i don't have to be like fully in engrossed in like a triple a experience mm-hmm. or something you know yeah so i still have probably a dozen or so games on my switch that i haven't even started so i would like to kind of get back into it because i do you know i enjoyed my time with that with that console um setting aside my my stuff with nintendo and and all that but i do really like the switch it's just like a a device for for gaming you know (laughs) so so yeah that's my last uh gaming related one very nice looks like there's lots of different things we want to do this year lots of changes or you know digging up old games old systems we'll be in for a ride yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully i have enough time (laughs) (laughs) we can at least just try that's all that counts hey i've already finished three games so there you go two of two of them are yes or cheats so (laughs) (laughs) i already started my my started my new list for 2022 like right after we recorded that last episode so technically it was still in 2021 but whatever i don't care (laughs) so i I finished a game yesterday so before I started Red Dead Redemption, too. Actually, oh, did you finish? Infi- oh, did you finish Infamous? Yeah, I played it a second time. I platinumed it. Nice. Oh <laughs> Honestly, like that—that's a fun game to platinum because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the collectibles and stuff to go after, like it's the game's really fun to play and to maneuver around the world. So mm-hmm. I can I can see the platinum being uh, yeah. fun to try and go after. It was interesting and kind of painful playing evil 
so (laughs) (laughs) but a little bit fun at the same time but that was interesting it was interesting to see the differences in the story and everything so that was cool yeah yeah well good games we need we need more infamous we need more i know that's a that's a that's a cool series yeah it's been a while don't know if they'll make another one though yeah i don't know that's sucker punch right so Mm -hmm. they're doing they're just did ghost of tsushima and it's rumored they're doing a sequel so who knows yeah who knows might be a while well do you guys want to move on from games and is there any other do you guys have any goals or resolutions whatnot for books movies tv shows i have one for books okay yeah i have a boring one for books Um, (laughs) i do too mine's probably and maybe ours is all the same but i just i want to read more that's something that's not comics because i read comics i read comics like weekly like very very often but um it takes a lot for me to like feel relaxed and like i don't have an i don't have much to do right now enough to pick up a book during the school year um when i start Mm -hmm. reading i always get real antsy like uncomfortable like why am i doing this i should be doing so many other things and then I'm not good at being like, no, you can lay there and read a book. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'd like to try that a little bit more. Yeah. Do you have any books on, in, in, in mind that you want to start? Um, or like a series or anything? Um, I'm assuming no. you wanted, you're talking fiction. Yeah, I, I don't really have a se- Well, not really. I, um, I got out the first Aragon book a few months ago. Um, yeah. That might be a little too big. That's four books. That's, that might be too much for now. Um, but I have little things here and there. Um, I bought a book. Um, it's a Japanese novel, but it's called Penguin Highway. Um, I got that at the like fifty percent off hardcover sale for like nine dollars. I was like, okay. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, don't ask me what it's about yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it became a movie in Japan. Like they turned it into a movie, um, but I don't really know much about it other than that. Um, yeah. There is there is penguins in it. I know that. Oh really? <laughs> oh, and and I well, I guess I need to. I need. I want to finish my dark my uh, darker shade of magic series. So there's that. That that oh, poor yeah, book yeah. is always in my backpack though. Um, we read we read with my sixth graders every Wednesday. Uh, we have drop everything and read day. Um, and if oh, I cool. get the kids read, it's like twenty minutes. Like it's not a big deal at all. They they make it a big deal because they're twelve, but you know, um, <laughs> how dare you make me read for twenty minutes? Um, if everything goes well and I get them reading and it's quiet, um, I'll go to my backpack and I'll pull my book out and I'll get to sit in my chair and read for fifteen minutes or so. Um, yeah. But that doesn't happen every week, unfortunately. Well, I, hopefully in the summer you'll be able to knock out a series or something. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That's you know, it's kind of like the away. worst time to like want to be cooped up and reading. Like winter is like the best time for reading. <laughs> mm. it's... Yes, that's very right. Chelsea, what about you? Yeah, I in general definitely want to read a couple books this year. I do actually have a goal. I do want to read five actual books. You know, a big difference from last year where I read zero <laughs> books, but I <laughs> I have a nice uh pile going on my shelves of books that i've accumulated over recent years and i just need to go for them and read them i don't know what i'm going to read first but i just plan to get going with that we'll see how i go how it goes but i will be reading books this year are they all are they all fiction no actually i think a couple yeah you had that history book right Uh, Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, I have that and then I have some screenwriting books that I've gotten in recent oh, years. Nice. So I'm gonna read those. And then definitely some fiction in there. Because I have plenty of those too. So yeah, I guess I'll actually have a mix this year, which will be very different for me to read nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mine uh I read eight books in twenty twenty one. So my resolution like I for 2021, I had the goal to read five, and I read eight. 
So this coming year, my goal is to read eight, and maybe I'll read ten. I don't know. Sounds good. <laughs> there you go. Reasonable. Completely like, yes. reasonable. <laughs> like I said, I have so many books on my shelf already. Some started, some not. Uh, I would say ninety percent of them are nonfiction. That's kind of more my go-to. It's I find it really hard to get into fiction unless it's a a series that I'm like really invested in. And I just can't find a lot of good series, fiction series anymore. Um, I also don't look that hard. So <laughs> if, <laughs> listen, if listeners out there have like their favorite series or something, you know, uh, you know, you can yeah. send those my way because I'm always mm-hmm. looking to get into more fiction. It's not like I don't like it. It's just I prefer nonfiction. Um, I also took advantage of that Barnes and Noble sale. I had a gift card from the holidays, so I got three oh, books score. Nice. Um, that I bought. All of them are, well, two of them are nonfiction. One's uh, fiction. One of them, um, the fiction one is part of the Witcher series, which I've been reading. Um, but I only have the first two books, and I think it's like five books in the series, seven total, with like three of them being like, uh, like side story kind of spinoff stuff um i'm just gonna read like the main main line overarching narrative so i got book three for that and then i got jason schreier's book press reset which is about the video game industry and and uh this one it focuses more on like uh the turmoil and like how like recent studios in the past couple years have like closed and a lot of uh it's kind of it's kind of more shedding light on more i guess the some of the bad stuff and the negative stuff that's happened and how the the video game industry needs to like not necessarily change but kind of kind of change (laughs) but and evolve a little bit for more for like uh to progress in a more positive light so i'm kind of i'm really eager to start that and then of course i got uh hideo kojima's book (laughs) the creative gene um so i can't wait to get that in and read that but yeah, kind of a boring resolution just to read eight books. Um, I don't really have a, I never really set goals where I'm just like, I have to read like, you know, so many of this and so many of that, or I kind of just always set a number and then I just track mm-hmm. it with Goodreads because I'm that person. So <laughs> hey, I have, I have a Goodreads. I just haven't opened it in like two years. <laughs> I'll, I, I, I kind of, I go back and forth on it because um, I think the, like I have a few people on there that I've uh, track and one of them's my sister and the other one's my mom and they they usually set goals where it's like oh I read 50 books this year and I'm just like oh my I read four you know, so, <laughs> so I, it makes me it makes yeah. me feel bad as a person so then I can stay off it for a while <laughs> but now realizing that I'm not in the competition so now I just like it for just the the tracking for mm-hmm. it I guess yeah I like to be organized I do that with my movies too. I use Letterboxd, and every time I watch a movie, I catalog it. So, <laughs> nerd. I'm, yeah, I'm like. Well, do I, you have any movie-related goals then? Um. Any must-watches this year? So the only movie one I have is towards the end of last year. I really dove into the Criterion Collection and wanted to mm-hmm. watch a lot of like. Old, like classic films from you know the 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s like that like that kind of uh era yeah and uh continuing on into this year i would like to keep that going and i would if i had to put a number on it like i would like to try and watch maybe like 30 40 more like classic films not necessarily have to be in the criterion collection but like are i you know either iconic for historical purposes or uh in the filming community or mm-hmm. something like that like i want to try and keep that going um and watch and fill out my my you know my watch history of more like classic cinema because yeah. I, I i have a lot of blind spots in, in that realm like stuff i know about and know why it's important and have studied and like read about but haven't actually sat down and like watched so I would like to sit down and watch a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I totally get that. There's definitely a... I have a good long list of movies like that. Yeah. 
but I'll just take them at my own pace. I agree, you know. I'll just, I'll say vaguely, I'll probably want to watch a few of those this year. I don't have a set number or anything, but definitely some old movies, some new ones, just. Yeah, I never, I never really set a number for like films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watch a, a wide assortment of movies. Like out of everything, I, I feel like I have um, the broadest range of films that I'll watch. Like, I pretty much will watch most anything <laughs> to give it a chance just because I like studying film. Like, you know, and you guys know, like, I like studying on, like, a, a more, like, technical and, and level than than anything else. So I kind of like to see, you know, like, foreign films and, mm-hmm. and uh, animation and stop motion and, you know, this, that, and the other. Like, I like to try and just kind of cast a wide net for films. Um but yeah, I never really set like a, a number mm-hmm. of how many I want to watch in a year. I kind of just it, it usually end up watching uh, uh, quite a few. <laughs> so <laughs> like I thought this was like a slow year, and I still ended up watching like sixty something films. Yeah, and that's films for like the first time. That's not including like rewatches of like stuff that just makes me feel good or stuff that I watch with my son and you know because mm-hmm. that number would be I. I don't even know. It's just much bigger. <laughs> too many to count. So, yeah, too many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's also a lot of stuff coming out next year mm-hmm. that I that I'm pretty excited for. Um, uh, there's you know there's a lot of big tentpole films coming out, um, but there's also just like a lot of really cool uh, indie stuff and a lot of really good directors are finally coming out with some stuff next year. So it should be a pretty cool year for film. So I'm pretty Definitely. excited for that. Yeah. Wade, what about you? Do you have any thoughts about any movies you want to watch this year? Mm, when it comes to movies, no, um, I just kind of, I'm like, oh, I'll watch this movie. Okay, great. Um, But no, I, they just kind of come and go for me. I don't mm-hmm. have any, any real goals with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, let's see. I know we've talked about a lot of entertainment goals are there any other ones we didn't cover that you guys want to mention um <laughs> it's not really an entertainment <laughs> goal cool. but like a personal resolution i have is uh um to potty train my son he turns like to pretty entertaining <laughs> oh man. yeah it could be entertaining it should be interesting um he turns two at the end of the month, so it's that time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of going to be my 2022 is <laughs> dealing with the terrible twos and trying to potty train. So that's that's Best enough of a personal resolution. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's the only personal resolution I need is to <laughs> is to just manage this. <laughs> so just do it. Yeah, it should keep me keep me plenty busy. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, yeah I that's... have one, one, one smaller goal. Um, I don't know how how productive I'll be at it, uh, but last <laughs> last year I bought a like a music production software. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. And I haven't, I've this this year specifically, I haven't really touched it a lot. Um, like learning how to use it and and everything it's it's not a small thing um like when i first bought it i sat down and i jumped headfirst into it um and i was doing some pretty cool things with it but um i haven't done that in quite a while so like if i were to open it up now i'd be like i don't know what i'm looking at (laughs) yeah um but like some of the stuff i can do in it like can be useful for like my guitar classes at the high school and i'd like to be a little more proficient so if i ever wanted to do something i'd be like oh i know how to do that i can just do it right now um but lord knows i don't we'll see (laughs) yeah man i completely forgot you got all that right (laughs) should be pretty cool at the end at at the end of the year i'm gonna come back and you're gonna we're gonna have dj wade make us some new podcast music yeah. Oh, that'll be exciting. I hope he figures it out. 
You can do it. I have faith I'll in stay you. I'll, I'll stay with you. Please do. Somebody's got to. I'll check in weekly. Oh, oh no. Weekly wage check. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's weekly cool though. Wade that, yes. I love it. Well, I'll, I'll try not to let you down, Ethan. No, you. No, it's, you do you at you your never own pace. Will. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's that's kind of a good uh, segue to the uh, to the next thing that we were going to talk about. But you guys want to take a uh, a break before we hop into that? Yes, let's do that. Sure. All right, we're going to take a two minute break. Welcome back to Podcast Demastered, and we're going to move on and talk about our hobbies. Now, I know we've kind of already talked about some hobbies in some ways. We've talked about our love of video games, our plans for the year with those, with movies, books, everything like that. But, you know, outside of the entertainment side, what are some other things that we're planning on doing this year or things that we just enjoy doing outside of our homes? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm already out of that conversation because yeah, like? I don't like? do that. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here, Chelsea. Okay, I haven't well, left my home since 2015. I, <laughs> I can I can almost like second that. Yeah. On Ethan's front. I I can yeah. Um but I mean as for as far as hobbies goes like um all all sorts of nerdy things are my hobbies but like they stay in my house. Um and other than teaching, like, I don't get out a lot, because yeah. uh, that kind of leaves me pretty pretty dead on the inside, so I need a lot of recoup time after that, um, which is where all this stuff goes, which is great. Yeah, that's um, part but of other it. than that, like, my hobby is living, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> I, good at that for now. I plan on practicing that hobby. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, that's that great, yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to say outside of the home only. You know, oh, there's plenty of other things. Um, I wasn't meaning it like that. No, it's not a, oh, it's it's not a hobby. It's, it's not a hobby late. to Chelsea unless we're doing it in the wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant outside of the video games and everything like that. That's yeah, what I was yeah. trying to say. <laughs> um, I mean, no, but, that's about it for me. Like, but that um, is perfectly I, fine. Yeah. Hey, besides I, the I fact do, that you're going to start making yeah. music, that's... Yeah. Oh, let's not get ahead of yourself now. We'll see. I want a full hey, album by the end time. of the year. Or, or how about this? How about this? Since it's your first year, I'll, I'll just need an EP. How about that? Four tracks. Oh, just an EP. Oh, yeah, all just, the tracks. Yeah, four oh, or five okay. tracks. All right, then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Looking forward to it. <laughs> you looking for, like, like saying songs or, like, oh, no, no, like no. just whatever some you, good whatever you EDM feel. kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, man. It's whatever you're, you're going to make. Yeah. We'll okay. sell. We'll sell it on the podcast demastered storefront. Oh, good. Yes. Coming we'll soon. Make, we'll, make, Coming. we'll make dozens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. It's possible. We'll, yes. Sell at least two copies. <laughs> yes. All right, Chelsea. I know my you're mom, dying. I know you're one of those, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I know Chelsea's dying to talk about her amazing hobbies that take her on far-reaching adventures. So, I mean, to be fair, Chelsea's got some badass hobbies. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Well, of course. well so, I so. do. I do love staying in, though, guys. I'm I'm not hating on that at all. I love, you know, just staying home, doing whatever, playing games, stuff. But I do love the outdoors. I do love to travel. That's just something that my weekends are for, traveling. <laughs> During the week, I stay home. But traveling is where it's at. My wife and I do have a goal. It's just kind of a long-term goal where we want to visit all 50 states. And we're hoping to add a couple states to our list this year. I don't know which one specifically yet, but we'll hopefully have those plans soon. And while we travel, we do like to participate in this wonderful hobby called letterboxing. Now... Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna have to. Yeah, I'm like now. I sure nobody knows what yeah, letterboxing is. <laughs> break that down in layman's terms. Yes. So, 
which I'm guessing because, yeah, n- neither of you have heard of Letterboxd. Well, I guess Ethan technically knows, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have a very tenuous grasp on mm-hmm. the whole concept. <laughs> I, I'm listening wholeheartedly. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I guess the first step to find out about what Letterboxing is, I have to ask you guys are you familiar with geocaching? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, I would like to say letterboxing is way cooler than geocaching because it's basically was the first thing before oh. uh, geocaching existed. Is it Elitism. cooler than Pokemon Go, though? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's cooler. I think it's really cool. It's a very cool art scavenger hunt. It's It was actually created in the 1850s, so it's pretty old in England, in Dartmoor. And this hobby is basically like for all ages a treasure hunt in the outdoors or even indoors and it's basically where you follow any type of clue and it takes you to a box or some type type of thing that holds a stamp uh typically a hand carved stamp we're talking like rubber stamps that you like put on ink ink on them and stamp them into a book yep and I know it's just really fun because it's really creative. You People get really creative with the clues themselves. Sometimes they're very difficult and saying ciphers that you don't know what they are. Sometimes they're uh, by like certain degrees, steps. Uh, you can find them. Sometimes they're in libraries. Sometimes they're in stores, like small stores, like with permission and stuff. And then a lot of times they're on trails and like different parks and everything like that. So you can find them anywhere. There's different websites for it. It's there's actually like one called like letterboxing.org and then there's Atlas Quest where you can create an account. You create uh basically like a whole persona. You have like your own trail name and you have like you can keep track of all your finds. It's it's really fun. We I love to carve stamps I was, gonna say, and, I was just getting ready to say don't people like carve their own stamps like they don't just go to the store and buy like a, a variety pack like a lot of the people like yeah. the real letterheads uh, <laughs> letterboxers you know, yes. yeah the real letterboxers <laughs> out there don't they carve oh, yeah. their own carve their own stamps yes definitely no it's definitely the thing <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the approved thing to carve stamps so one of the things like so with like geocaching everything too like there's like a log book or something like that so in letterboxing there's like a log book and like the the box you find where you can kind of log that you were there and you typically put in like a stamped image of your signature stamp it's an image that you carve representing yourself or your trail name type thing and so you leave that there and then you stamp the stamp in from that box don't ever take the stamp that's a big deal we don't want to have stamps missing in the world (laughs) But you you stamp it into like a you know a piece of paper in your book or something like that, and then put the stamp back and hide it where it was placed. So that oh. is, yeah, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the last trip you went on that you guys uh, did some letterboxing? Oh, let's see. Last trip. I'm like, where did you I guys, go? Didn't you guys go to the? When did you go out uh, to like the Southwest? Was that that pa- was that last year or is that the year before? Yeah, we went to Southwest, yeah, last year, and so we kept uh, picked up a couple of letterboxes in a couple of different states. There were some cool ones next to, like, some roadside attractions. There's, like, some really old, uh, you know, it's kind of like the, like, the oddities, where there's, oh, like, the, yeah, yeah. like, old, like, big old cowboy statue or something, and there's one yeah, like, the that. world's largest rocking chair. <laughs> yes. Stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's fun, like little places where people like may typically plant a box or something, or any unique cemetery or a historical landmark of sorts, but not national parks. That's a big no. National parks the stamps aren't allowed there for various reasons. No, there were issues with it in the past, and I think it's because you know it's protected land. They don't want people digging around. And oh, yeah, like no, no interference with things no. like that. So yeah. I get, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. I forgot yeah. about the whole like yeah burying of things. <laughs> yeah well typically a lot of them aren't super buried but yes definitely yeah you have to hide it fairly well so people can't see it but yeah so yeah out west it was probably i think i've i've yeah i've found boxes in probably almost every state i've traveled to it's our goal yeah so we have a nice little collection i do have 
So there's different types of stamps you can get. Like traditionals are the ones that are typically the ones that are found out in the world. And I am almost to 2,000 fines since I've started letterboxing. Jeez. So <laughs> I am two away, actually. So it's very sad I missed it in 2021. So 2022, I'll definitely have that. Is there like an upper echelon like for letterboxers, like a cert, like a club or whatever? You reach a milestone, you get like bottle service, you know, you get the you get access to like the cool kids club, like anything like that. Well, there definitely is a hall of fame on one of the websites that there does document yeah, the like the really. For. I mean, people have been letterboxing probably in the U.S. since like the early two thousands. In one of the biggest areas is actually the Northeast where they like that's where it started in the US and some people have like 10,000 plus fines 15,000 they've been doing it forever I've only been doing it since I think 2016 so what region are you guys thinking of to go. going to are you guys go- have you been to the northeast no that's actually an area haven't been to definitely want to check it out I don't know if we'll go this year but it's definitely on our list yeah places a lot of the east coast like i've been to certain places on the east coast but as for like going together we haven't done like all visited all those states so yeah there's definitely a lot to hit there awesome yep so that's (laughs) my big old hobby does it make sense what i said wade (laughs) no i yeah i followed i followed okay that's crazy yeah, it's a whole nother world, and it's definitely something that is definitely open to all ages. There definitely are a lot of people and that are in the older demographic that do letterbox like near us because they have events and stuff. So it's it's definitely its whole thing where you go and people hang out. Don't you host boxes. events? I do host events. There we uh, go. Get that plug in there. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> we we every Tuesday night at up... seven. <laughs> No, I. Oh, that would be funny. No, I. St- we've started up like the virtual events. We've created these online experiences and stuff for letterboxers, where they're all geared to like a, part- a particular storyline, and we have people solve clues, and then they get stamp like images and stuff. Like they can either have them like physical copies mailed to them, or like emailed of various images that we carve. So that's big deal but no people have like events like in real life <laughs> too uh, where you like, like a particular park kind of thing or like stuff like that yeah like when you get together at a park and there's like a whole theme and there's def- different trails and everything with uh different images related to the theme and you know people have you know food hang out catch up so well, you definitely a whole put, other world. You put Wade and I's hobbies to shame. <laughs> More or less, I don't have anything do cool like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't have any hobbies right now. Being a is being is being a parent a hobby. It's it can't a full time job. It's more of a <laughs> it's more of a job. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, it's definitely my full time job. Not really a hobby, I guess. I don't do it for leisure. Oh, maybe not yet. Yeah. Soon enough. <laughs> Soon enough. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, one. One thing I haven't done in years, and I guess I never really looked at it as a hobby, but I guess it kind of was was uh, making short films. I used to do that a mm-hmm. lot. I used to write yes. a lot of scripts, and then I used to go film them. Um, but I was also back home. Uh, where I'm from, where I kind of had more of an established community of people that I knew. Because filmmaking is really hard. You try and do it by yourself. Um, and where I'm at now, I don't really have that uh, established foundation for like a, a community of people that I know to like go out and film stuff. And, you know, it happens to be the end of the world out there. So it's kind of hard to <laughs> do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if I was to have... Uh, a res or a hobby or something outside of just reading and and you know absor- and watching films and playing games and 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 whatnot like i would like to try and make another short at some point i haven't written anything 
in like four or five years. Um, I haven't filmed anything that wasn't for a job in probably just as long. So I've, all the stuff I shoot is like advertising and marketing and it's like very stale and boring and not creative at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I would like to actually try and shoot something that's more uh, an expression of, of me and more artistic it's been a long time so i don't even know if i still have that skill set anymore oh so. i believe in you you definitely do i'm looking forward to see what you come up i i remember you working on your short films i remember helping a little bit yeah on a couple yeah it's been a long time. time maybe when maybe when maybe when my son gets a little bit older i can can try and get him to act in something child actor yeah trying to do anything now with a, with an almost two-year-old is <laughs> very difficult <laughs> so, have to get the potty training done first <laughs> yeah maybe i'll make a documentary about potty training <laughs> so yeah i mean that's really the only that's really the only thing that i would have is like a quote-unquote hobby is like filming um I don't really do a lot of photography. Um, I know how, but I just don't like it. I don't <laughs> like. Um, I my like focus in college was photography, but it was product. Like, and I actually like photographing product photography, like doing product photography because products don't talk back to you. They don't have schedules. <laughs> you know, they don't have uh, thoughts and opinions. Like, they just sit there and. <laughs> I could spend all day doing whatever I need to do to get that shot. Whereas dealing with people is like not my forte. So I never liked portraiture or senior photos or wedding photos or any of that kind of stuff. Like none of that interests me as a photographer. And I don't really sit around my house, do product photography either. I'm not, you know, setting a banana on the counter and doing a cool shot for Instagram. Like (laughs) don't, none of that stuff interests me anymore. That's what the people want. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't even, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if I was going to, if I was going to do anything hobby related, I would definitely like to try and film something, but with anything, it, there's gotta be like some sort of like creative inspiration. And I just haven't had that in a long time. So I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fair. tired. All, just tired all the time. That's fair. <laughs> So, just stick to books and games when I can, and we'll see what happens. It's a long year. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of time. There yeah, is year. indeed. There there's is a lot of time this year. So who knows? Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have a podcast demastered sponsored film. <laughs> five years. That would be really. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> With music by me. <laughs> oh, yes. dude, dude! Now we're that would be amazing. This. And written by Chelsea. Boom. Yes. Done. All right. There we go. Stay this tuned, folks. Yes, Stay tuned. tuned, folks. You thought oh, Doctor oh. Strange was going to be the biggest film next year. Nah. Not anymore. Nope. <laughs> Here comes our original podcast mastered one. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's, well, that's, that's really all I got. It's not as cool or as in-depth or, or, or as Chelsea's, so I apologize. <laughs> no i think that's great i think hobbies are great i think you know everybody has different hobbies and i was not trying to hate on any hobbies i think i that i love video games and movies (laughs) (laughs) we got her reeling (laughs) and i think yes we're looking forward to a full year ahead a full new year full of possibilities and i think also Lots of things coming everybody's way with the podcast, too. Yep. I think everybody should be on the lookout for plenty of new content. You know, we're kind of starting off the year a little bit easy, but we'll have plenty of surprises later on in the year. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of internal discussions for for the podcast. So listeners out there, stay tuned. So got a full year ready for you guys. So be ready. Yes. And I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to our first episode of 2022. 
and you know be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast and you know please share this podcast with friends family anybody that you think might you might like might like, like this podcast that would be great you can also follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at pod demastered and feel free to reach out to us via email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com and thanks again for listening and we hope you tune in next week <music>